0: Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Haggies Gaming Podcast. I'm David Terzian here with Stanley Chen. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about uh, TFT. Back with another episode of Teamfight Tactics Talk. Um, we're at patch 10.10. 10. So, uh, Stan, what do you think about the current state of the game in
1: 10.10? Um. So, to kind of just give a little bit of context, 10.9 was when everyone was complaining about. The hyper roll comps—that's when Candyland and Shredder were both extremely prevalent in the game. Uh, as a result, Riot has decided to significantly nerf those one stars and make them less effective. Yeah. Uh, now it seems like hyper rolling isn't really a thing. You know, people don't roll down all their gold right before they hit level five. And I think as a result, we now have a much more diverse meta, or a lot more compositions are now
0: playable. That's for sure, and I think they kind of took a particularly uh, I don't I don't know if toxics the right word, but it's just something you don't really want in the game because it just annoys half of the the player base if somebody I just...
1: I think it's I think it's definitely a toxic thing yeah, right. yeah it's a it's a different strategy, but like we said before it's it's not one that re- you don't want a game or you don't want an auto where people aren't encouraged to adapt and where they just hard-force something, especially so early into the game. Because then it just removes a lot of the fun and decision-making out of the game. So I'm I'm glad with what they did. And now it seems you could actually run almost any composition, it feels like. At least when in my games, I, I get that vibe.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely seeing a lot of diversity. And uh, one constant I'm a, I'm seeing is Blaster Brawler.
1: Yes, Blaster Brawler is actually... I think it's a little bit overtuned right now but I I think it's fine cuz every every patch will have some composition
0: it's yeah, just that's just going to be out. the meta comp right it's just something that's going to happen. what do you think about breath blaster brawler makes it too strong is it the brawlers or is it is it the MF?
1: Well I think it's more that everything else got weaker to be honest like there's nothing that really because they were always pretty strong before. Like, if you naturally yeah, got items true. for them, and you naturally got blasters, you you could stand up pretty well against the hyper roll comps, and you would beat a lot of other comps. And I think uh, a lot of it also has to do with the strength of both Graves and Lucian. Because Graves, I I always complain about Graves when I play with David. It's you guys, you guys wouldn't believe how much I G- complain give about the Graves. audience a little. T- <laughs> a little Graves a little is <laughs> the most broken. One cost champion in the game, by like a mile. He is, I think, the only one cost where you would prefer that one cost over a two cost equivalent. Like you'd rather have a Graves two or Graves three late game, the Illusion two or Illusion three three late game, every single time.
0: But and you would arguably that that have way more longevity. You could make Zaya your carry throughout the whole game if you get it at a three. You can make poppy legit tank. You're just big. They, they
1: don't have nearly the same impact as a Graves does. And the thing with those are you have to you have to get three stars for those. And you have to put three items on those units. Graves, you could literally just two star him and just leave him there and he'll be strong for the entirety of the game. As long as he ults. If you three star him, then he's for sure strong, even with zero items at all. Like, Graves Graves 3 is... I mean, Graves 2-star uh, is better than Lucian 2-star, and it's better than as 2 star late game, by, by a mile. The only mm-hmm. other blasters he isn't better than is, are Jinx and MF, and that's it. In late game scenarios, which just doesn't make sense.
0: I think you could make the case for Lucian over Graves. I mean, okay, late if game? we're talking standalone, no items... Then yeah.
1: No, we're no we're talking four blasters. That that's when it's better to have graves. Because your items are always going to be on Jinx and MF, right? You're not yeah. putting items on your graves or your illusion. Or you shouldn't be putting items on your illusion. So what do you want to do to graves? Have you? They just need to change his ult. Like they just need a I think just get rid of that ability entirely. That's not something that's balanced
0: for a one-cost unit in the game. It is pretty nutty that it does damage and also causes them to miss for four seconds. Yeah, it
1: just it just makes it so the other team doesn't do damage. And it I don't know how the targeting works. I'm assuming there's some type of smart targeting where maybe they target someone with more items. I I don't know. But if Graves ults on your carry, like within a reasonable time frame and during the fight, like you just lose the fight just because it is... This stupid one cost unit just altered your carry.
0: What I tell you guys, Stan has been hurt in many ways by Graves.
1: It's it's ridiculous. This <laughs> a emotional scar
0: sense. from Graves.
1: I even get mad when I'm playing Graves because I see what he does. I'm like, this this shouldn't be in the game.
0: Yeah, I made a Graves with the Azerefs and sent it to Stan just to <laughs> just to give him nightmares.
1: <laughs> Disgusting unit. I forgot what we were talking about before this, but uh
0: well, anyways, they also added the Galactic Armory, which is Oh right, two items, two full items at the beginning of the game and everybody gets the identical ah. items.
1: Honestly, that doesn't feel I mean, it doesn't feel that special of a galaxy, right? It kind of impacts the game, but at the same time it doesn't. It just makes it so whoever like depending on the items, someone could high roll more easily, and that's a little bit unfair to the rest of the game. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they're running out of ideas for galaxies
0: already. I mean, it is kind of hard to come up with something that won't just change the game completely. Um, I like galactic armory just because it doesn't have that high of an impact. My only complaint is that like it could encourage you to do, it could like lead you in a direction that you wouldn't have normally done because of the, the items you got right off the bat.
1: Yeah, that that's a good thing, though, right? If people are adapting because of the galaxy, or yeah, if they're guess, making players play around the galaxy. What if
0: like, what if an IE and Last Whisper was the first item? You you already know what everyone's gonna do for for the first five rounds at least, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I those two items, you actually have a lot of options. You can go blasters, you can go snipers, or you can go shredder. You can even go blade masters and rebels. So I think I think it's okay. Yeah, but not. At the I beginning. just don't think it's it's that interesting of a galaxy.
0: Yeah, well, the more interesting the galaxy gets, the more you'll hate it, most likely. Just think about trade yeah, sector. Sometimes. Think about treasure trove, which I love treasure trove. I know you hate it, but
1: yeah, tre- I don't like treasure trove. Trade sector is if it you just feels like you're playing a different game. Trade sector is a little bit too much for me. Yeah, trade... but some some players like that if their goal is to force variety. I think they've succeeded, but I don't necessarily know if players are enjoying the game more because of Galaxies.
0: Yeah, I really don't know what I would do, because like, like part of me wishes they would put make it like optional, but then I don't know. The fact that it is forced on you kind of makes it makes you, you have to, to play the game a little bit differently. Yeah, every so I can often. see
1: why they do it. Like our complaints, yet yeah, some people might you know, there's some people might love Trace Sector or Galactic Army, but I don't know. I wonder if they're going to add more in the mid-season expansion.
0: Yeah, I, I would say it's most likely that they, every time they come up with something that they think is a good idea, they're going to throw it in there at each update.
1: Yeah. So moving on... Have,
0: like Such a big variety, too, that we're not even going to know.
1: That's true. Now that we're on the topic of the mid-season expansion, for those of you who don't know, uh, in patch 10.12, which is two patches from now, not the next patch, uh, they are going to be adding, and I quote, a bunch of new champions and traits and the removal of a few champions and traits. Uh, that's interesting in itself. They did this for set two. Uh, who do you think they're going to be taking out for the midseason season expansion? If you just had to guess.
0: If I just had to guess, I feel like they're going to take out a legendary. Because I feel like some of them, like maybe... Uh... Maybe uh, the cybernetic guy. Echo? Echo.
1: Yeah, I Maybe think they need to change Echo as well. I don't know if it's the units' ult or if the numbers are just a little bit low. All the legendaries actually feel pretty underwhelming. But you're right. Echo feels very underwhelming. Yeah,
0: I think Echo is the most underwhelming of them all. And I think I would like them to take him out and just make something better, or at least move him. At least move him down. Maybe like move him down to a to it a, to a, like a lesser cost. Other than you get six cybers, way sooner.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if it's hard to say because if cybernetics were meta, then Echo just becomes really strong, right? Because then he just puts the team comp over the top. I think the main reason people aren't running Echo right now is just because Kale is better in those blade master comps. Actually, yeah, something needs to be done about Echo. People don't even buy Echo yeah. over, like, a Kha'Zix. Like, yeah, it's just not worth the gold.
0: Even if you go 6 Cybers, or readily is your carry. You just have to get Echo to get the, the 6. There's, other than that, there's no point.
1: Do you think they're going to change cybernetics then?
0: No, I don't think they should, because I, I think the cybernetic trade is actually is actually like balanced and interesting. And it makes you have to like think of, like, do I put a component on somebody? or like It, it makes you have to think a lot more about your items, which I like. And it's relatively strong.
1: I, w- I would agree with that about the items. that yeah. It makes players have to make a decision, which I think is always healthy for the game. Any other trait or unit besides Echo? Mm.
0: Um, I think they might alter the chrono. You don't think they like what they changed with it so far? I feel like the, the public doesn't like the way Chrono is. Or, or just the, the overall like going for 6. It just doesn't seem like something anybody would ever do.
1: 6-few yeah, is really useless. 2-few is really nice though. I think 2 is really good, in a really good spot for Chrono right now.
0: Yeah, a part of me wants them to take out the Like a lot of the six, getting six of one thing, and just making it more variety, just like the whole point of the game to have the best variety you can come up with.
1: I think maybe for six, would it be really broken if they made it every second? Probably. That wouldn't be that crazy, right?
0: What is the what is the depends on? It's every
1: two seconds right now. It used to be. That could get nuts. that could get pretty nutty. <laughs> it used to be like sixty five percent every four seconds, so it's really not that far off from it. I guess it's the, like the first three seconds is where the big buff is, but it's not that big of a buff, right? Yeah. What about you? For the oh, who they'll take out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna want to clamp down on some of the more gimmicky synergies. So Valkyrie, I think, is pretty gimmicky. I think it's one of the reasons why Kale is ridiculous and Kaisa is ridiculous.
0: What do you mean by gimmicky?
1: Where you just... It's like a two-synergy 2, two synergy insane power spike that just no other composition in the game has a two-synergy spike the way Valkyrie does. Hmm. See, And I'm it's like, really only for like two or three... It's literally for three units, for right? Three units, yeah. Misfortune Kale and and Kai'sa.
0: I like the little I like the little classes. I like the little, the little
1: classes, classes but you it, might be right it on it being too, too powerful. disproportionately powerful for what it costs you. Like critting every single attack like 40% and under. They already nerfed it once and so they they know that this is kind of something that's overtuned just a touch. But it's insane when you have a three star Kaiser when you Mech Infiltrators, and you add one Kale, and her ult, we literally just one shot them because it does double damage once. Once they pass to halfway, a little bit under the halfway point. Um, I don't know. It just it feels out of place compared with the other synergies within the game.
0: Yeah, it definitely is the strongest, like little, little class, like Void. To compare, like to compare Void, probably. Isn't nearly as overtuned, even though it is really good. Well,
1: the big thing about Void is you need three units for it, so you have to drastically alter your composition for it. A lot of t- Valkyrie, on the other hand, yes, it's just adding one extra unit, which is much more manageable. Like, usually, the extra Valkyrie spot is just a waste, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally just for that synergy. You're either buffing your Kaiser or your Kale, or some rare scenarios, you're buffing your MF if you're like. Level nine, or something, you have four brawlers, four blasters. But I don't know, it just feels disproportionately disappor- strong. And I don't think it's a very creative or hard synergy to add into your existing compositions.
0: So, would you, uh, you just want it toned down pretty much? Or do you want it just gone?
1: I'm okay with them toning it down or maybe just changing it entirely, thinking of some other way to fit it in. Because just doing double damage once they hit below 40%. Feels a little bit excessive to me, um, and I I don't think they want something in the game that's that feels gimmicky. Is well. when I say gimmicky, I mean it's you don't really make decisions. You know, building your composition around it. It's just something you kind of slot in as an extra. Yeah, when you're going KO. Yeah, when you're going KO, or when you're going Mech Infiltrator. And speaking of Mech Infiltrator, I think they're gonna change. If I had a guess, they would just take the mech out entirely. I think the mech has kind of been a headache for them. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's really difficult for them to bounce. I mean, most of the competitive tournaments that um, have been run, it's always a mech infiltrator who just wins it. He literally forces it every game. For anyone who isn't familiar with the player Q, he streams on Twitch. He literally just forced mech infiltrator every single game, and then he won. Granted, he's a really good player. He's like top 10 consistently North America. but
0: So does nobody try to some... grieve him?
1: Well, the one time someone tried, he they got 8th place. <laughs> so yes, he he runs it very well. But at the same time, when you can force a composition so hard and in a competitive setting, people just don't want to contest you for it because it's not worth it. A lot of times, you end up losing board than he does. I don't think that's healthy for the game. Because Mech Infiltrator, usually don't... There's no creativity with it once you get to a certain point. You're just rolling down for the three-star units. Yeah. And then I mean, you add Valkyrie, and then you add a, a Lux for your And then that's it, most of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, the tactic on him in the tournament, though, it's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty genius in a way. It's like you just...
1: Yeah, because every, everyone knows, okay, I'm the... This guy's a mech infiltrator yeah. player. Mech's if off the table go for because it, of this guy. <laughs> yeah, if you go for it, he's he's going to grief you, probably. And he's probably going to play it better than you because he spends all day on ladder, and when he wants to climb, he just plays mech infiltrator. <laughs> like, he's well-known within the community in high-ranked games for just playing mech infiltrator.
0: So, what I want to add to this for getting rid of the mech, I would really like to see Infiltrators being used without the mech. And it's yeah, like really I,
1: rare. I think that'd be really cool as well. Maybe you can tie them in with some of the other Vanguards um, or Brawlers. I don't know how. Maybe they, they could add like a Dark Star Brawler or an Infiltrator Brawler, something crazy, or a Void <laughs> brawler. brawler. Oh, they have Void <laughs> Brawler already, actually. But yeah, they, they need a. Ch- I think they. If I were them, I would take out the mech and add some frontline synergies that could synergize well with the infiltrators that would kind of make people have to make decisions about what frontline they need and not just always stack the same mech. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the last two synergies that I could think of they would change is, number one, demolitionist, because demolitionist is just kind of gimmicky as well, right? You just, the only time you go with demolitionist, demolitionist really, is when you get a devil's spat. Like ninety-five percent of the time, that's the only time you get demolitionist.
0: Yeah, but it's it like, doesn't oh. work well on a lot of characters, which is Okay. Like other than Kaisa. Who do you and Soul, right? Who else would you want to put a demo on?
1: Besides so Kaisa and Aso. Uh you can put on Zareth. Put it on Jace actually. I think it's actually a pretty good amount of units. It's pretty good on Jace. Pretty good on Zer.
0: See, but if you put it on Jace, it's, it's, it kind of works because you're going to like you would assume they're going space pirates. so You kind of want that in there. You kind of want that buff for the space pirate. Like if somebody's going space pirates, to get that extra edge. Yeah, is, is but
1: my issue with it, it's a synergy that's only really there for when someone gets a, a demo spat. That that's why i I'm personally not a fan of it. It's like a chase trait except it's for two units. That's how strong it feels.
0: Yeah. Well, shout out for the five seconds where you could uh, make a Kobe Shack build with the uh, Zigs and the uh, Gank Plank.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, they nerfed Zigs as well.
0: Yeah, they got <laughs> they nerf Zigs right away. <laughs> once that was a thing, for some reason.
1: I mean, they they're just nerfing all the one coster. Like may as well just throw Zigs in there and nerf him as well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I think, and then I think it, they were afraid of another resurgence of like another one cost type role thing. Yeah, coming and
1: out. when rebels is strong, rebels is a really. It's also just a gimmicky comp. And the last synergy I think they would consider taking out and entirely is Star Guardian or maybe changing it, because I think in this current state, Star Guardian is far too item dependent specifically tiers, you wouldn't even think about going Star Guardian until you get two tiers at the minimum. And I don't think there's any other synergy in the game that's that dependent on any singular item.
0: Yeah. That that comp definitely has its issues. It, it's very weak, too. Early game, you Yeah, end up just, taking a ton of damage now if you try to go it early.
1: It just doesn't feel good to run.
0: Yeah, they definitely need to, to put in some work for the Star Guardians e-girls yeah
1: it's only sork i mean the only reason people run sork is for Velkaz. and that's for void more than star guardians like star guardians just is just is not strong at all and they nerf laser printer or mana printer whatever you want to call it so now that composition is viable either i think it's just such a hard composition to balance because when Star Guardians is strong, it feels very oppressive. Like, yeah, how do you find the correct middle ground for that? Because they just one shot your whole team.
0: Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what you would do to fix to fix it. Because it's just naturally embedded into all their ults. Maybe just buff up the uh, the shittier ones, like Ari and and Zoe, since they're. Ari is actually really good, but Zoe is completely useless.
1: I mean, they buffed Zoe like three or four different times. Yeah, she feels. Uh, I don't know. It actually, reminds me of um, Auto Chess quite a bit because six mages in Auto Chess was kind of crazy. They would just one shot your whole team.
0: Yeah, well, that's but you had
1: to you had to get to that point. Yeah kind of hit or miss, but, but... The
0: issue here is that there's a star, the Star Guardian within the mage thing. Is what kind of fucks it up.
1: Oh, uh, that it's like a double synergy? Yeah. So you feel forced to... Yeah, I could see that. I mean, maybe if they removed Star Guardian and added something else entirely, they could free up or they could change the numbers and tune down the mana cost of a lot of them. Because right now the mana cost is there because they're probably assuming you're running Star Guardians as well on top of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Or or that number is... is What they have in mind is also incorporating the Star Guardian trait. So...
0: Yeah, I would definitely be open to them getting Star Guardian either completely reworked or out.
1: Yeah, I think it would be cool, actually, to keep all of them as sorks, but just instead of Star Guardian, just mix them in with other synergies. Like, I think Lux is cool because she's Dark Star and she's a sork. So even in Darkstar comps, you can mix another Sork in if you want that bonus. Because a lot of other comps compositions can use the Sork bonus. Like maybe make a Cybernetic Sork, I don't know. Or Rebel Sork. Yeah, That would also would make it so that you don't have to just go for six of a tray and encourage people to branch out a little bit more.
0: I have a feeling they're just going to completely blindside us with changes here in this uh, midterm thing.
1: I mean, depending on what they change, we'll know where their priorities are. So if they change a lot of the big traits, like Chrono, Dark Star Guardian, we'll know they'll want people to be mixing in a lot of different synergies. Like just two loves, like what they did to the Vanguard trait. If they change things like uh, Valkyrie, Mech, Demolitionist, we'll know they're specifically trying to tune down some of the very impactful two two synergies or what they feel are overly impactful like the mech things like that but i don't know i'm excited for the mid season expansion i think people are kind of sick of just seeing you know go six dark star go six cybernetics
0: yeah if i had the if I could put on like the director of this game hat, I would I would definitely get rid of chase traits or like the a lot of the six ones and add just more random traits for just like the the two and three character traits. I just I mean, think it's I just think... so much more fun when you could just get offered something and then just be like, oh yeah, I want that character, put them in and make it work.
1: Yeah, and sort of adjust your team on the fly yeah. as opposed to just having these set in stone. Compositions. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's why a lot of people enjoy the Blade Master compositions. Because that's what all the Blade Master compositions feel like that with Chrono and KO and Aurelia. Like yeah. you have choices in what you can pick to put in.
0: Yeah. Blade Blade Master's been my favorite meta in this patch so far. The most consistent too and gives you just the most options in general.
1: I think that's why uh, I think the chrono change is good for that reason. Because now people actually value two chrono, right? Before, it wasn't that appealing because it it takes four seconds for like 15% attack speed. Like, what's the point of that?
0: Do you think Kale is too overwhelming of a character?
1: Yes, I do. And I think a lot of it has to do with Valkyrie. Like, Valkyrie. Just kicks her up to another level.
0: Yeah, just thinking about the power level of Kale compared to Irelia is as as a two star, it's it's kind of a giant gap.
1: I don't think it's that far actually, depending on your items.
0: If you just Kale
1: the, the damage Kale, totals have that to... Kale does
0: because Kale hits everybody.
1: Yeah, that's true. But you also have to keep in mind that KO is normally your backliners. And backliners tend to live the longest in fights. So, of course, they do a little bit more damage as well. Because with, with KO, you need the correct front line to soak up long enough for her to attack until her ult is up and then have her attacking with her ult. While Relia, she just kind of goes and assassinates the carries yeah, she on her. Just own. Runs around. Yeah, and she functions as a frontliner. So I I think Aurelia actually isn't the best comparison. I think a better one would be like uh I don't know like Aurelian Soul. Like Aurelian Soul feels like you need a lot of support around Aurelian Soul. Kale you could throw into most compositions. Same with uh, Chogath. I don't know. I think Kale is fine besides uh, Valkyrie to be honest. Because you need items on Kale for her to work, right?
0: Yeah, but you can say that about every single.
1: That's carry, not true. Carry player. Like for Chogath, you just throw, or for a four cost, I mean.
0: Well, Chogath is the most perfect character ever created. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason Chogath has been exactly the same in set one and two, and it's never had any <laughs> buffs or nerfs.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chogath is uh pretty good, like. I think as a, as a carry kales is is fine as long as she didn't if she didn't have Valkyrie, then her numbers would be perfectly fine actually maybe still a little bit too much, but that might be the nature of Chrono as well with kale yeah I don't know I still think they need to change up the legendaries and make them a little bit more more viable.
0: What legendary character would you want to see brought in? Uh, it's a hard question.
1: Well, I guess there's a ton. Probably, probably Swain. I just like Swain from Set One. Yeah, me too. That's... I just love that you you get him and then you just swap the two Imperials or four Imperials. I forgot what it was, and then you just stack items on him. I I love that about Set One. That felt really fun to do. But you don't do that in Set in this set for any of the legendaries. No, at all, like maybe Asol before, but that was it for for a little bit. What about you?
0: Um, I would like to see. Um, well, I I just want to let the the listeners know that I I don't play League of Legends, so uh, I only know characters that have been in TFT. So I would, I would rather them. I I want them to bring back uh Asahi, a Sakurai. He Asahi. <laughs> Sorry, old habits. Of calling her Asahi. Right.
1: Those of you who don't know, Asahi is a collie.
0: A collie, yes. A collie. I would like. Them to people, bring back a Kali. people
1: don't know. You may think that is mildly racist, but it's is it is in fact just what he calls her.
0: Yeah, I just I can't read. <laughs>
1: He's he's actually dyslexic. Dyslexic for those of you who don't know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I would. If they got rid of Echo and brought back uh, a collie, it would be a would be all for that. Give infiltrators like a real. I want infiltrators to feel more than just the mech. So I would. Yeah.
1: I would yeah, like infiltrators, infiltrators actually just feel like the mech. Yeah. The mech does feel cool though. Like it feels good when you see your mech just pop off and kill like four people with their. Ult. Yeah.
0: No, it's definitely fun. I just want variety. I want to be able to not have to do the mech if I want to do infiltrators.
1: True. Yeah. So I actually meat. really enjoy um, the early stages of infiltrators when you're trying to figure out a front line yeah. until you get your your mech online. I think that's really
0: fun. Yeah, there was a game where I just decided to stay. I was like, you know, I'm not going to build the mech.
1: <laughs> did it? Did it work?
0: No. <laughs> not at all. I bet you there is a comp out there that you could figure out.
1: Probably not. Not one that works better Maybe than the like Beck. Like a
0: Brawler Void Infiltrator type thing.
1: You'd have to stack the cause to justify that. Yeah. That's with the composition.
0: That would be the comp.
1: But yeah, Beck is just way too much to pass up on. It just provides too much time for the rest of your, your carries to do so.
0: Yeah. Got any other closing thoughts?
1: Um, not really. Just that I'm excited for the mid season expansion since 10.10 was uh, a pretty small patch, relatively speaking, compared to what they've put out.
0: Yeah, it was small, but I feel like it was one of the more impactful patches. Like, it just made the game balanced, it brought balance to the game. I mean,
1: they they just made obvious changes that should have been made to the hyper rolling comps.
0: Now we have to so, come before the storm, and hopefully there's a big shakeup. Hopefully,
1: I mean there there definitely will be. Right, yeah. just the fact that you're adding new units will be. Yeah. So we'll just have it's all to gonna wait be shaken
0: up. There's gonna be tons of problems. Shit's gonna be overpowered. We're gonna complain. It'll be great.
1: It'll be great. Just to, just like the usual.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I'll see y'all later.
1: Thanks for listening.